Davies in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is atypical for the Amina Margot. Bar quickly gets it back again. Oh, but what a goal! Well, that sums up her season. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilots speaking from Vic Acres Airport. I know that we've got two very important passengers with us today. Let's go to the right away. Lottie, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, how do I put this politely? I'm not pissed off. I'm livid after last night. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm great. I've had my hair done for the weekend and it's just, I've got a fresh new style. I'm happy. How are you, mate? I'm all right. Um, I I could say there's a bit diff. I feel a bit different after everything that's gone on, but I I kind of just took it on board and just mellowed out a little bit. I think a lot of us were feeling a bit like you were yesterday. Um, anyway, let's talk to the other person in the cockpit, <laughs> the historian of the group, Adam Salter. How are you? And the emphasis on the word cock. Um, yes, it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm, I'm guys. A... We're meant to be Fuji. Come on, <laughs> no, he couldn't resist. Could he? Idiot. There's no. There's nothing else going on there. Um. Yes. I'm half tired. Um. So I'm running at double capacity of the internet in the room. Which. Um. So you know, you imagine that's going to go. Interestingly, if you're playing the uh, Asm Internet Dropout um, sweepstake, t- start your timers now. Um. And I've got my. I bet in at twenty to one. 21 you're going 20 minutes what about Matt do you reckon I can get to half an hour I meant no I meant for it to drop out I get to, I get I oh, get no, 20 gotta, quid for every pound I put on no, sweepstakes <laughs> you've got to say a minute and you've got to his timer is what, oh, what no, I, was, I had 20 to 1 odds to wait for you to drop out any time that's oh, not on. I'm sure Ray Winston will step in halfway through anyway yes I can give us an update on the betting you know bet in play um I I don't I don't um I don't back any gambling I hate gambling it's evil I am shattered. I'm annoyed at the game. Well, I'm, I'm grabbed the result. Annoyed, obviously, what happened. I'm sure we'll dig into. Interesting. I'm loving the um, the headset, Matt, as you are a pilot. So I assume that means you're going to wing it tonight. Um, hey. <laughs> the jokes will flow. Could see anything you can be saying after the trauma of what happened. Um, as again, to get to, I've seen a lot. Oh of yeah. It. Before before we we go any further, you yeah. that is your fault, and I will elaborate okay. on that comment later for everyone. <laughs> I um, feel if I have... anybody did watch the last show, you'll know what I'm referring to. I feel I have but... to make a case for the fence here, so I look forward to no, defending myself. Not yet. No. <laughs> the time comes. So um, yes, we'll get straight back into it with the news. So last, as of last night, our very own number one and the Austrian wall, that is Manuela Zinsberger, got 100 appearances. So congratulations, 100 appearances that's across all competitions and as well as her having the new contract as well looking forward to as many as we can with her now yeah thoughts definitely it's exciting times she's she's one of the players i do enjoy i do enjoy watching um like she's always got time for fans i mean when she came out at crystal palace we were singing for her she came out for the warm-up semi-finals she saw her, she recognised the flag. So, 
yeah, no, massive, massive congratulations to her. Adam, anything to add? Well, on Zinsberger, um, I'm really, really happy for her because I didn't think she'd last this, this long. Um, I'm just now, and I think they've and now you're you're shot, Lottie. But you have to understand for, for those of us who have watched women's football, so the Arsenal women longer than you, Manu Zinsberger wasn't originally this good. She <coughs> she was a bit flappy. She was a bit error prone, especially with her feet. There was a few times she got um, the ball taken off her toes. There was a the eleven one yeah. we won it when we won against Bristol. That one goal was a, a goalkeeping error by Manu. She allowed she. Mm. Love the ball, roll under feet. But we know that. she's got that stinker in her, like Mary Earps does. No, I know. I've seen how bad she's been. So, but... thank you for <laughs> well, sorry, my facial expression. That was like hook, that. Like, hook, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> so, not like that that's on the one nil to Lottie tonight, Mac. The photos on the webcam. For those of who aren't watching on YouTube, Lottie in a face of surprise as I was insinuating that Manu is a bad goalkeeper. She's not. It took her so long. It took her quite a while to settle, though. Um, certainly in the in the first in the first season, Jonas was okay. Second season, Jonas was a few mistakes, but she she got settled into the team, got better at her game, and I think her working with Lydia Williams when she came in, working under Jonas when he came in as manager, she's just gone from strength to strength to strength to strength to strength, and she's just a really good goalkeeper now. I think she, yeah, she won the Golden Glove last season. I think it was best best keeper in the league. Um, brilliant record from the spot. It's very rare when we have an Arsenal keeper that can actually save penalties, so that's a really nice weapon to have. Um, I'm really tough. For her. I'm really glad that she stuck around and committed to the future. Um, stay with us. She's got. A, she's now got another really good goalkeeper to bring her to sort of work off, um, and that I think is also very important as well for a goalkeeper because it's not a role that you're going to easily get, say, um, lose your spot to, especially unlike other positions. You're, if you're number one, you're playing every game and that can sort of lead to complacency if you're not being pushed. And Sabrina, as we've seen, is pushing her and she has to sustain that high level. And so far, she's been pretty good. She's improved so much and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, well, hopefully another 100 uh, appearance from her. We'll see. Just just while we're talking about Manu then, so, so where do you think the point of her career sort of escalating was for for me it was north london derby where she yeah. made that triple set yeah that's that for me again that was the and i know it was like a honestly meaningless because we were three nil up the game was sort of dead but it was an if you ever get a chance to watch back on the highlights watch it it's amazing that she gets up and saves and saves and saves and that was the moment i thought yeah that was the that's the line in the sand from that moment it's like pre pre manu Rusty making mistakes, and I remember when she picked up a back pass against West Ham, and um, in a home game we nearly drew two all. Just silly, silly things like that. Lack of concentration, not communicating properly, rushing out crazy rushes out of goal, and and leaving the team very badly exposed. A lot of crazy stuff like that. After that, it's yeah, great shot stopper, great passing, very aware, um, focused, great saves. Absolutely, the keeper we wanted. So um, yeah, that for me definitely was the. Uh, Do you the think she's had any special training off David Seaman? Anybody? <laughs> well, you never know. Or, or, no, we know we know that Ramsdale's been working with him. Well, yes, con- I, I, I'm loving the. Con- I'd say on that contract announcement. Congratulations to Ram. I know it's the men's team, but just shout out to Ramsdale. It's still, it's still Arsenal. Arsenal. It's the stuff we like to hear. Absolutely. But it won't be official till 10th of June. No, because that's when the window opens. And so. I'm. I'm loving the friendship with him and David Seaman. I'm, yeah. I'm loving that that that. And they did. Can we, can, could we not add Manu to that mix, Matt? Can we not? <laughs> I think this that is, could be fun. I, I think a lot the of us have association. almost for like a goal. Not just everyone. Everyone just wants them to like mix a little bit more. We've seen 
a little bit of content like post Euros, you saw them all um, mixing, especially Hafa and the Brazilians as well. Um, but I just want to yeah. see, I think we all just want to see a little bit more and say, like, yeah, there's, we, uh, we saw you it. You have the English Brazilian vibe, do you know what I mean? You've got yeah. the Brazil, you've got the Brazilian centre backs, got the English centre backs. Do you know what I mean? Even even though <laughs> one on each side is in like injured, like why not? What I would say is, if you're not the players that are, are going to crossing over and doing content, the club mm. are doing a very much a, a universal content with us. So with the contract announcements, the contract mm. announcements for the women and the men have followed the same format. And the same mythology, it's X person what has something to say, it would be Volti has something to say, or Ramsdale has something to say. And it's them talking about the club and their memories with Arsenal. And it feels like they're treating the two rightly as equals. And I think I, I don't, I haven't seen, obviously I don't pay much attention to other clubs for obvious reasons, but new <laughs> big signing happens, or a big, it comes up on my Twitter feed anyway. I don't think I've seen that sort of equality, shall we say, in 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 in, in treating the two teams. To be fair, to be fair, it, um, in terms of like the video content I saw this afternoon from Chelsea, they've mm. tried to do something to see it similar to Leo Volti. Yeah, yeah. With, and with, that kind of irritated me, but it wasn't as good because <laughs> it's a, cop, a cheap copy for me was personally. This, was this a farewell video though? Yeah, well, I quite enjoyed that because they were leaving. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> but like, it's it's kind of sad that like, you're, you're losing that game changer, but it's kind of funny at the same well, time because it's Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> They say imitation is the greatest form of flattery. You know, clearly, you know, they they, they want to be us, but, you know, they will never will. The thing is, we don't put finals, so, you know. <laughs> no. We should carry on with news and congratulations to the young Lionesses who reached the semi-final of the European Championships and who better than Michel Aguiman to go and score a brace than... The Leicester player Ava Baker scoring as well. Fortunately, Katie Reid ended up scoring an own goal, but it was a really brilliant own goal if you did end up seeing it because it was just a brilliant deflection. Unfortunately, it was just in the wrong nets. She must um, have her Beth Mead boots on, and in that case, <laughs> she's just scoring every game. She's doing well. She, she's on, yeah, she's definitely on for the boot, the uh, gone boot, that's for sure. So, Michelle's on fire. Huge congratulations to the Lionesses for getting through into the Euros. <laughs> Sorry, Adam started me off. I do apologise. <laughs> so, Happy memories. <laughs> on top of that, we have birthday announcements. So Jodie Taylor yes. had her birthday yesterday. She's now 37. For those that are wondering. Uh, do you, do you see her? carrying on for another season or do you think this is a swan song I think what? this is it for her personally I think this is it uh, I remember there was a bit of a sort of a, a, a backlash when she signed but part of me is like I would give her one more season but as as in her role as a substitute I, but only because while we're waiting for uh, only if she can get some a few bangers in we just haven't had that goal yet but, but and that's my problem she but, was close I, I, she yeah, she's so close, but how many times? I'm just going to be sound like a really bad, disrespectful concept, like comment. How many times do you need to end white before it goes in? Need a what? 
How many times do you have to Ellen White it? Oh, Ellen White. Oh. goes in. Oh, right. I, I was wiping something. I, thought, I don't know. What? Um, yes, Ellen White. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's, yeah. It's, not, it's not in a dis disrespectful way, but the amount of times yeah. she hit the woodwork ring then is I mean, she has already scored plenty of goals for Arsenal, including against Chelsea um, in a two-all draw. That was. Uh, has, we need the goals now because it could come now. down to that goal difference. But we know why Jodie Taylor came to Arsenal. It was an emergency because of the injuries you had. And oh yeah, we know. I, and the only thing I could think of is if, if the injury, if the players coming back aren't fully fit, and we haven't, let's say, got the striker that Jonas wants, um, then um, it might be that she hang, hangs around just for one more year. But yeah, she's definitely coming to the end of her career. She could retire in the summer, for all we know. And I wouldn't blame her if she did, because she's had a good innings. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. Anyone want to guess the other birthday? Yes, Kira Grant. Close, but I had yes, to, we'll also I had to remind Grant. you earlier. Well done. I know that there's someone else that shares their birthday with Jodie Taylor. So I wasn't going to answer, but I'm glad Adam's Not on Jody the Jodie Taylor, today's birthday is the FA Cup winner, Danielle Carter. Yeah, I saw that. So Dan Carter, yeah. So yeah, Dan Carter again, yeah. Arsenal legend. Um, yeah. Last Arsenal player to score in an FA Cup final. Nope. Mm. Uh, Fifteen Miedemar did against Chelsea in a three-one loss. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So second. <laughs> 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 Arsenal just got a winning goal in a in a in a FA Cup final. Absolutely. There we go. It's, it's there a we really go. good goal. If you ever, I don't know if you ever saw the 2016 FA Cup final, Lottie. It's a really good. It's in from the wing and chips it over. I think it was it had big Lidval in goal at the time. <laughs> really good goal and that was the first I probably time. have but the amount of footage I've watched I'm not going to remember it's a very big goal it was, Alex, it was Alex Scott's and Kelly Smith's Wembley moment when they lifted the trophy and they, they rate that moment nice. very quickly. Kelly Arsenal was all yeah. average then, but Kelly Smith had a monster <laughs> I think was it, I think it was mentioned in Alex's book, so it rings a bell, to be honest. Uh, she she's a lot of pictures of her. I read it a while ago. Bear that in mind, <laughs> in case I'm wrong. I think I think Leah Williamson was there as well for that for that particular game. She may have come off the bench, but it was um yeah she she rates that final very highly because it was the moment. Yeah, she would have been coming through at that time, wouldn't she? She was. She was just coming through. Um, but yeah, that and that was yeah Dan, Dan Carter goal. Chelsea were the Chelsea were the um were the favourites. We were the underdogs. Um, but we um, we done it around and um, yeah pulled the rug out from their feet, which is always nice when you beat Chelsea in the cup final. Um, if only we knew what that was like this always. season. <laughs> oh, uh, hang on, the treble's still on, isn't it? Oh no, it isn't. It's a double because we won the Conti Cup. <laughs> so since we posted our pictures in March, we don't need to do it now. We've done it. We were the first to do it. Let's get that straight. Since we've already had a little bit of a singing section, na 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 na. Um, Lots of urban boy. Yeah. What's she done now? Oh, she's one player, player of the month. Yes. And she is two appearances away from making hundreds. And that's in all competitions, is it? Like Marley? In all competitions, yeah. Well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. I'm really proud of Lotta this season. The way she's had to step up with the injuries. Mm. I mean, Leah's barely played. She's been, you know, Leah's been missing for the first half of the season with injury. Came back and then has gone back out on the treatment table. A lot mm -hmm. of a consistent player, a consistent defender, and she's been on the whole. I would say very, very, very good. Um, I mean, yeah. we'll always remember what happened against Wolfsburg, but that is almost an exception to the rest of the season where she's been pretty, uh, pretty much mm -hmm. spot on and got and was able to get to got a goal um, against Everton, which was very nice. So um, no, congratulations, Lotto. And, and yeah, she's only going to get better. Um, oh, definitely. 
She's, she, I think she's been on an upward climb since that defeat, that traumatic FA Cup final for me. She's just got, as I've watched her over the year, like from January last year, she's got better and better and better. And I'm here for every moment of it. Because that, that, my first FA Cup final left me a bit traumatised seeing Jen beat in lots of play. Yeah. I was like, no. I can't watch this ever again. <laughs> but, but, but it was a bad game. So I will hold my hands up for those comments. But yeah, it was a very bad game, that game. I did not enjoy that. They got torn apart. We, they did, they did. But we rather turned it around the next time we played him in the cup final. So, you know. Oh, we, yes. Yeah, we rather. Yes. Emma Hayes made changes in the first <laughs> It was that bad. So, um, yeah. I like it does that because it means they're struggling and it's an indication, That's especially true. when you're watching as neutral. Well, let's hope she's making substitutions after five minutes of the weekend. Um, <laughs> You know, bringing it, bringing Turkish defenders on. Uh, no, yeah, just yeah, full full credit to Lotta. Lotta, we wouldn't be um, where we were in the league if she hadn't been stepped in and stepped up. Um, and I personally, I think she should be on the plane um, to Australia. I think Serena has mm-hmm. to. Uh, even if I know she could pitch for the Euros, but didn't play her. But I think she will get picked again. And I think this time with all the absentees we've got, I think she has to at least be a, yeah. a frequent. She, I think she has stepped up her game because she knows what's coming in summer. Yeah. And she wants to be on that plane, and very deservedly so. I mm. mean, for me personally, I'd have Lotta over Esme, but Esme plays out on out out as a fullback. I'm not. I don't want to see her as a centre back ever again. No. After I, that I, Australia game, it was I, it was just tra- it, that was just traumatic. Yeah, I think. Lucky I didn't watch that one. <laughs> yeah, no. She put, put Esme or Morgan had her first opportunity, and yeah. Doesn't good. Well, I hope she starts. And if she doesn't start, I, I hope she's a frequent uh, player that comes off the bench. Um, I think mm-hmm. she deserves the chance to do it, and I think she will mm-hmm. step up. And we know she scores some big games, like you know, Champions League quarterfinals against Wolfsburg. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. When you're in dire need of a goal. Who do you call? And last but not least, Beth Mead has had a interview in the Telegraph. So this, uh, lovely enough, of Mead of my stuff on Twitter to read out some of these quotes one of my favorite ones was i've been in touch with leah laura and uh she's been living with us as she is alone in a foreign country we are probably the best people to look after us she lives around the corner so we decided to bring her to us so she isn't alone and we can help her oh that's sweet i like like, that also if you ever catch it she also did an interview with the times as well they were doing yeah uh, there was a, an interesting line, a fact I picked up, and this is just a purely of a, of a, as a, I'm a pedantry picking holes in things. Is I hate, I, it's one of my big bugbears is people referring to the Netherlands as Holland. And we just want to make it absolutely clear in the podcast the Netherlands is not Holland. That is like calling England Somerset. They are two separate. Holland is a part of the Netherlands, yes. and she is not the Holland top scorer, which made that absolutely clear. So, um, but no, it was a really nice. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't that title belong to someone else, though? It's not Viv. I didn't think it was Viv, it was somebody else, wasn't it? Netherlands top scorer? Yeah. Uh, no, Viv's, Viv is the top scorer across men. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, then Van Nistelrooy is probably the best, or Van Persie or something. But um, there were some really nice yeah. lines in the interviews about how that, you know, her, her, her and Viv are sort of <clears throat> basically living 24-7 together and what, what, what that's like. You know, you don't have work, although they do work together, obviously, but having to deal with the recuperation together how you know sometimes they're out of us throats but they're sort of getting along yeah they're having and it's really really nice sort of content about um what it's been like recovering there's a really nice line about robins as well they're the the, the family they're saying about the 
based they, they're robin's almost like a spiritual thing it represents um someone you know watching over you sort of thing and she said she saw robin when she went to get her award and she felt that was almost representative of her mother um you know watching on and being with her um for that very special occasion which i thought was a very nice uh, um sort of nice message um and yeah just hoping she recovers soon apparently she's back on the training pitch she's you know her touch is better than before her injury which is um a, a, again a exciting thought um but I, I do fear that this season will come too soon for her, as will the World Cup. And I think the world, I think going to the World Cup, no matter how well you might feel, I think would be a mistake. And I think we won't see her play until the season. There it's was so a game. Sorry, lots of for me, butter. as an Arsenal fan, I'm being, mm-hmm. I'm not put as an Arsenal fan, I'm not putting them first. No, <clears throat> stay at home. Stay at home. Don't, stay, don't, stay with yeah. Viv. Stay with Viv. <laughs> There was a game on yesterday, and my West Ham, and it was a pretty good one as well. West Ham uh, were rubbish, and oh, you mean the Arsenal game? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) I was thinking, I didn't watch that rubbish. I watched my. Sorry, I'm on the wrong podcast. Sorry, I'm on the wrong podcast. I've got to go over to London is blue later. Sorry. (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) Oh, I think you're going to be kicked out for uh, Adam. Oh, I'm just doing it for lots of space. I can't believe you just said them three words. Well, only because only because your nails are blue, Lossie. My ne- actually they're teal green, but you know <laughs> that is green. And I need to just help hold my nails up for the YouTubers. So I do apologise. I feel like I'm a referee in a boxing match. Just like, well, I'm very upset with him at the moment. So it's, it's like a, it's like an NFL game. You're going to come in and like there's been a holding on Adam Red. You got a fourth down. <laughs> anyway, so we ended up travelling to Walton Hall Park, and as the person who had to represent the the podcast, <laughs> I, I ended up going to this one. I love going to Walton Hall Park. That's the biggest, I don't know what the attendance was in the end, unfortunately, I haven't been able to double check that, but I believe this that is a record crowd for them this season, and it was, it was so nice to be there, unfortunately I couldn't see most of the action, so I've had to <laughs> watch most of the goals on the replay, so um, next time you do see a someone who's five foot five and can't see anything because the cameraman's in the way, right near the goal, um, Please make sure that you can actually get in front. Or if you're going to me with the, the games, please make sure that you get arrived there a little bit with more time to I spare think, so that we can get an easier yeah, time I think to what, see. I think what Matt's trying to say is short people matter too. Of course they yes. do. <laughs> short, short people. Yeah, and start, I, and we'll I start a Twitter campaign now. I've always had full respect for, you know, short people. That I've never, you know... Made mockery of yourself as you know, your so- <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Just a reminder for people. As me and Matt have previously, previously said before, if we wanted to knock you out, I'd have to put Matt on my shoulders to even reach. <laughs> it was trench say, coat over the top. I'm sure I could do. I could hold you up and you punch him in the face. See you away, one of us. Up. Anyway, oh God, this is next, such a face palm moment. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway, side. Next time, next time you go, if you do go to the Walton Hall next Park next season, and you go for this Arsenal Everton game, make and you are sure, make sure you have a footstool or something to get, so that you can actually see above other, everyone else. Platform uh, shoes. That might be a good idea. Or stilts. Yeah. <laughs> 
anything that you anything that makes you taller. You know those things like at primary school, like an upturned bucket with string over the top, and you used to hold them at your feet and you walk. That's what you need. Just tell us. You know what? Funny enough, that's exactly what Macy was saying yesterday. She wanted she wanted a pair of them so she could actually see. So, so that, those that don't know, Macy is a is a friend of us. Um, anyway, we should actually get into the football. Yes, <laughs> all we've been doing. That happened, yes. And uh, apart from spectators, be us jumping over and and having a look and all sorts. Let's just get on to the game. So, twenty eight minutes are on the clock. Everton have the ball. The passing across the back. Stinnis and closes it down. Uh, the ball goes, falls to Noel Moritz, who crosses it into the box, and Caitlin Ford on the volley smashes it into the back of the net. Yeah, that was pretty much the description of the first she's goal. Pretty yeah. much. She's red, she's white, she has a veggie mite, and she's back. She's back, thank she's you. She's back up and running and firing on all cylinders, which I'm loving at the moment. Um, yeah. I've actually missed Caitlin Ford, strangely, while she's been away. She's been she's been absolutely awesome this season. Um so yeah, I was. It was. It was quite a brilliant goal. I mean, I only saw it on the replay because I was still on my way home at kickoff. Six fifteen is a ridiculous kickoff time. <laughs> um, so over here, well, UK time, I should say. I, um, I just didn't get home in time. I was. I got home twenty minutes in. So thankfully, I did see some other ones, which yes. I did go a bit radio rental about, which is great. No, I, I, I love the goal. Um, I mean, we all predicted, I mean, again, this shows how rubbish we are predicting football matches. We all predicted a tight tens. I predicted a 2-1. I think we all went something like that. Yeah. I, was, I was, I got the closest. I, yeah, I went for 3-1. Yes, but, but I predicted 2 I think you went, was it 1-0 or 2-0? Yeah, I went. But Matt enjoys being wrong. Yeah. Matt I, enjoys I, being wrong. We don't. So. I don't, but I if he, pick, if he does pick a score and he like if it goes wrong you normally feel really bad don't you but yeah i had for 20 minutes it was the game i thought we were, we were going to watch I, I hmm. you know i was watching i was thinking everton they're they're good on the ball we're not really imposing our our our, our game plan on them it's a bit tough they, they had some there's a, mo- there a moment i think it was i think it i think it might have been at nil nil when they um they had a turnover actually in the edge of our box Ball came to the edge of our box and mm. player took a shot and it was a complete miscue. And it was a really good. Matt was probably you know the one I probably mean. Yeah. It was awful, awful miss. It's really bad. And I thought, oh, that was a bit of a lucky one. I thought, you know, that could have been so never. I always felt that Everton have thought, well, you know, they lost. What was it? Is it seven nil? They lost to Chelsea when they were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't see a seven nil team there. I thought, yeah, they're they're good. This they're, they're well drilled. The thing and, is, with with that seven nil, they weren't that bad. Well, this is the Matt. This is the thing. No. This is what yeah. Matt told me. That it wasn't a 7-0 game. It exactly. was like it was, I thought, oh, well, this is this is the Everton I was expecting. And then as we're going to get into, the this first goal where they just, just collapsed completely it was incredible. So the first goal, um, again, it's the Jonas High Press. And I was really impressed throughout the game how it kicked when we got it working. And there was a there was a note, I think Steena took a knock about half of the first half and you know said they'll get the troops in have a quick chat and he mentioned the post-match how he used that time to sort of instruct them to press more aggressively and it worked yeah. trick and had no answer and that first goal came from the high press to turnover and I, this forward finish I mean it completely caught Ramsey out um I I was because it was such an almost like a, it was a there was no power in it. it was all placement there was no there was no like something it was a post in off the post and Ramsey's reaction to it was very bizarre. She was almost just not aware at all. She was completely caught unawares by the turnover. Ford, to get that flick in off the post from that sort of angle, 
fair play, very good goal. And that really was a nerve settler for nerve settler for me. I thought, okay, right, we've got the goal. We can concentrate now, take it easy. We can work the uh, work the game. Of course, we had um, <clears throat> we had no idea what uh, what was set to follow after that. But yeah, got us up and running nice and uh, in a very nice way. 33 minutes on the clock. <laughs> We've got McCabe, Katie McCabe. Adam, well, finish the rest. Yeah, I don't think the Everton defence quite understood. Um, it was. <laughs> they certainly... didn't, you didn't understand their assignment because when you watch it back, they parted like the Red Sea. Oh, so go on, have a go. Come on. Like, there you go. Oh. And it's also a case of not wanting a dumb way to die. Yeah. In front of a blast like that, because I watched a post-match interview, and apparently Jen Beatty just screamed, yes. "Shoot!" I'm like, mm. yeah. And then again, I am very jealous of Max. He was present for a second worldie like that. He wasn't in a part of the season. You couldn't see it. You, couldn't it's, you were still, you were still in the. In the stadium, that's um, my point. Well, I had I had the McKay Weldy at Man City, so uh, against Man City, not at Man City, against Man City. Matt's had the McKay Weldy. I game. had that goal too. I, exactly. So we that was our one. We had the Man City one, and and uh, Matt's had yeah. the other one. So we, we won each in that one. It was a really good goal. Um, it, it's interesting because because I'm watching on my tablet, I'm behind the rest of the world on the feed. So on my Twitter, yeah. I'm hearing Katie McCabe go up, so I'm thinking, really? She's taking the corner. How's that going to work? Is she doing a Steph Catley? Yeah, do you know what I've got to do? Because my stream stream on my device is like yeah. slow, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I've got I no notifications. I, I, I can't see That I'm... is the best way to watch it when you're mobile, streaming from your phone. But I like to tweet my thoughts live while watching it, and it's just really annoying when I go to tweet something. They oh, Arsenal not doing very well, and suddenly it says oh one nil four. I thought I'm going to bin that idea now because something's about to happen. Um, the yeah. goal was again really good. Again, high press turnover. Everton don't clear the corner properly. We win the ball back quickly. Mm-hmm. We get caught in transition. McCabe works the space. Could the keeper do better? It's a her near post. Um, I don't know. I think there were players in the way. But yeah, if you if you offer if you offer McCabe the invitation to shoot from what was it 20, 25 yards edge of the box with a hammer of a left foot cutting inside, I mean you're asking for trouble. Really, yeah. really naive. Especially with that amount of space. I know. I mean, it, even it's if it was McCabe, the basic rule is it was different. worse than Frieda against with Brighton. Yeah. Don't give her that much space. Do your job. The the rule of thumb is is that you against Brighton? Or do you mean against Leicester? Brighton. What at home? Away, away. Oh well, oh, that was the head. If, you, if we go back to Frida's header, yeah, oh, in, but and she's yeah. and you look at the space around her, it's more the same, more the same as more or less the same as McCabe. Yeah, so I was thinking that's yeah. what I'm saying. No worries, sorry, right, no worries. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the basic defense is when when someone's lining up for a shot, you rush out, you block the shot, and the fact that there was no, there was nothing, Everton weren't coming out, they weren't trying to intercept, they weren't trying to block, but didn't see the danger. As you say, they didn't they didn't understand the assignment. And fair play to McCabe, she made them pay with a brilliant drive, bottom corner, and um, the floodgates weren't really well, what truly opened after that. Um, ever, I've, oh no, there was actually we should mention there was one moment. I think it was just after the, between those two goals, Everton should have equalised. And I know we've been singing Lotta's praises, but there was and, and this was sort of a, a, a twin lot of things. She made a bit of a gaff with a long ball over top, but she makes a brilliant block. A brilliant defensive block just as they're about to pull the trigger and equalise. Um, so fair play to Lotta for getting back for that. Um, she had a bit of a big game, Lotta, actually, both ends of the pitch. Um, but we should obviously reference that. Um, but yeah, 2-0, you're thinking, OK, let's 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 keep this going. And Matt, I think you're about to tell us how <laughs> it's going. Just before that, so 
just to bring the sort of live update from the ground, it, that was Katie's second shot from outside the box. Oh, right. Okay. So the, fir the first one was sort of deflected. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it just went sort of wide, didn't it? Yeah, and yeah. you could tell that if, if she was... If, a lot of the crowd were telling her to shoot at that time as well because they know. <laughs> oh, we everyone, heard. We could everyone hear know, them. Everyone knows. Well, Katie can score bangers outside or inside. It doesn't matter. Um, but it was fantastic. It was a fantastic goal. And uh, we go on a few more more minutes later. Thirty eight minutes are on the clock. Frieda has a through ball to Katie McCabe on the wing, who then puts in a long cross and it's aimed at Steena. Emily Ramsey goes and gets a touch on it, and Caitlin Ford heads home at the rebound. Yeah, it's, just, it's a case of being in the right place at the right time for me. Um, I think I think a rebound goal is always, is always great because the keeper won't get to it. Um, great goal again. I thought she was on for the hat trick, but later events kind of dropped her head. If that makes sense. I think we've learned from our players. We like we only like score braces. We don't like score hat tricks. You know, two goals is enough. You know, after that they just yeah sort of... no. I mean, but we all agreed on the last pod. Steena deserved a hat trick. Yeah, four, four deserved on. a hat trick for the effectively yeah, she, she should have. She did as well. Effectively she should have. But yeah, I, I stop that. I feel. I did like this this third goal. It was a, the pass from um, Yotsa Morning, you say, was very good. The McCabe cross was just devilishly wicked. Um, just nothing, undefendable. Just It was right on Steena's head. And um, I think, obviously, Steena should have scored it, but I would give credit to um, Emily Ramsey. That close range, that save, very, very good. And I think the, the, the question mark has to be on, on the defenders not to be alert enough to the rebound. Um, Ford had so much time. And and just space, she just literally fell out of her head, and all she had to do was just nod it, and and went in. It, 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 there was no, there, I don't know where the defenders were. They should, because again, they're not, they're not sensing the danger. Yes, the keeper had a great save, but you have to be alert to think, where's the ball going to land? Who can it land to? Ford is just there. No one is near her, and she just, oh, I'll just nod it in the net. There's no one there. So fair play to us for getting the goal. But again, the Everton defence just, just melted away. There was no one there, and and yes, yeah, so at that point you're thinking, right, we're. I'm thinking another repeat of the seven nil. I'm, I'm I'm thinking yes, we could get we could get five nil before half time if if we if we crank this up and it's not even not even forty minutes at this point and we're already three nil up, which is which it's great, but it's also you know a bit ridiculous. So last of the Arsenal goals, <laughs> Katie McCabe has a free kick mm. um, on forty one minutes. Lovely little ball, and who's on the end of it? But we've already talked about her already, oh and uh, it's lots of weaving. My thing is, it's, it's although she sort of made the error earlier, it mm. kind of makes up for it, so yes. it's like cancels itself out for me personally. Yeah. Um, it was for me when I first saw it go, and I was, I was obviously live on the channel, I went that is Leah Williamson esque for me. Mm. It reminded me of one of her goals from last season, I was like, yeah. Lotta lot has been learning how to get them in through via Leah Williamson. So it's always great when I get a, when we get a lot of lot of goal because obviously from last season it was my first live goal. So every time she scores, I'm like, yay! But yeah, no, the, it was just straight off her head and straight in the back of the net, which which is what we want to see. Mm. Absolutely. I think what was good about this goal was there was the the tenacity of McCabe to win the free kick in the first place. Um, mm. 
I didn't really see the, unfortunately because of the, the way it happened so it happened so quickly I, I didn't really see a replay but I think it was I think she chased the ball into the corner and basically yeah. robbed the defender on the byline mm-hmm. the defender was trying to play for the goal kick and she had the, the, the nerve to nip it off her toes forces the foul to happen the defender otherwise mm-hmm. McCabe's got free run to the box and yes again McCabe delivery from the left always good into the into the you know over the over the keeper who is just stationary and dipping mm-hmm. under the far post, lots of might lose the defender. Great bit of movement. Um, I think is it, is it Sorensen she has on her on her back at the time. I think she she loses her at the far post. And again, yeah. just she's just got there's just no one there. And she all she has to do is just run. Just I want to say it's a diving header, but it was just more she just threw her th- frame at it and just you know just bundled it into the net. It was just ridiculously easy. The the yeah. keeper just just stood there and watched it happen. The fact that I, I do feel because of the close, I think Ramsey sh- could she have shifted across? Could she have shifted across to make, to make the block? She just sort of stood there, watched, and it went in, and she sort of threw her arms in the air. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, the defending in the that that, def- that last that second we're going to use that American football term that second quarter, shall we say, of the game, the Everton team just collapsed. They're just the, the passing went, the the high press made forced mistakes. They couldn't they they. They, rather than, they never went long. They were, but there was one time they went long, and that was the chance that Lotta almost did a goal. Every time it was trying to pass out, trying to pass out, trying to pass out, and Arsenal like, good, right? We'll just mob in, we'll mop you, we'll we'll, we'll pinch the ball off you, we'll turn you over, we'll get the another attack in, and we'll get another goal. And Everton just didn't twig that, you know, maybe guys, we we shouldn't do this because they they they've they've rumbled our passing patterns. We need to change something, and they never did. And Arsenal were more than happy to to turn them over and, and get more and more goals. And of course, now it's half time. Mm-hmm. It's, and you're thinking, oh right, it's never, it's Brighton again. Um, there's not going to be another goal in the second half. And um, yeah, well, certainly from an Arsenal perspective, I, I, my chips were on four 0 at that point, uh, and even that didn't go through. Um, it was, it was a really. I think Jonas said a half. Actually, Jonas said after the game, he wasn't actually pleased with the performance, which I sort of get because certainly for the first 30, 20, things, twenty nine minutes, we weren't great, um, and then we just just sort of got into gear and got it working for that that. 20 minute period where we were absolutely great and Everton couldn't live with us um but after half time I'm thinking right okay good 4-0 goal difference looking good three points looking good just manage the game play it out we make the, the sub again bringing Haffer off this one was Jodie Taylor for you know happy birthday Jodie again bringing her on and you're just thinking yeah. right okay just manage out these next 45 minutes and everything will be fine um mm-hmm. And and then yeah, things things didn't go that way unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we will talk about the main point, but the last goal of the game went to Everton. Mm. Snoyce with a header on mm. 85 minutes. So just yeah. get your it was it was. A, it, I'll be honest, it was a nice header. Um, it was a very nice header, looping into the into the far corner. Um, one thing I did learn actually about Snoyce, um, there was a chant going around um, the stadium, which I. Didn't know the lyrics to, but then uh, we should have shout out to the Everton fans. Um, they were amazing. The fans at Walton Park. Oh, you're on mute, Lottie. Um, the the fans... Did you guys did you hear the drums? Yes, yes. The they drums. always have a drum. Yeah, no, I, I've never noticed that before. So... They are fantastic. The Everton I, fans. They've I'll... come up with some fantastic chants, like yeah. uh, Lucy Graham, who's changed her name to Lucy Hope because she got married in December. They've okay. given her the give me uh, give, uh, the. Uh, Give me hope, jo- uh, Joanna. Uh, Joanna. Uh, that's yeah. give me hope. So it's it's made some on the right hand side. Yeah. So it's, 
So well, it's things like that, though, where they come up with really nice stuff. I, it's the yeah. best, I would say it's the best away crowd. Well, I say Albuquerque, so that's wrong. We've been oh, to yeah. the away game, the best home crowd I've heard for an Arsenal team going yeah. to an away game. They were, And I was chatting to someone on, on Twitter afterwards because I noticed a, a chant that sounded very much like one of my favourite, well, my favourite and only Dutch songs I know, which is Lynx Rex. And it's and I did, and I thought I'm hearing this song. I thought, well, I know that 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 song has sort of been you know thought about maybe with the Arsenal fans. We're not really sure how we're going to do it or when we're going to do it. And I'm hearing this song go, I'm thinking, well, what on earth is this all about? Because I don't think it's our team. And it was the Everton. Because I didn't realise that Everton's Snice was a Dutch um, striker. And it was a chant devoted to her. And they got the drums going and they were singing it constantly. And I thought, this is really good. This is really, really, really good. And someone was saying, yeah, we've got a drum in and that's really helping with the beats and the music. Obviously, at the Meadow Park, we've all we've got is stamping and crashing on the on the uh, stadium uh, stadium walls. But no, massive shout out to Oh, don't worry. The Ashburton Army are coming with their drum next season. Yeah, well, just that's... in case you didn't know. Yeah, well, let's, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, PG, PG. So, yeah, I know. Oh no! Oh no! Adam, forty minutes are on the clock there, oh, so you actually lasted a bit longer. Hey. It feels a bit Back bad. Because he's just, he's just making a really good point. That's a real shame, actually. Because yeah. Oh, oh no, no, hang on, no, you're good. Again. He's back. Yeah, it's fine, it's the usual, it's just a pop-up. Um, yes, um, I know it's not a podcast, but I was just gonna say shout out to Everton fans, they're amazing, and we need we need more WSL clubs fans to replicate what they've done and built up that support because that doesn't happen overnight. That takes seasons, that takes months, that takes planning, that takes singing sections. And um, you know, I know obviously I'm gonna blow the arsenal trumpet and say we're pretty good, but I think Everton are doing pretty well as well. And fair play to them and and the fans at least deserve that goal at the end um something to cheer about because they were cheering that player's name throughout the whole game and she awarded them with a goal at the end and it was a a nice consolation okay so we'll come on to the really big point uh now so unfortunately there was an injury and it ha- so happens to be one of my favorite players and the, so just from my perspective, Leo Volti. Hang Leo, on, oh, hang oh. on. You, Adam, this is your fault. Right. This is your fault, and I have clipped it for anybody who wants it on Twitter from the last show. You, right. I, you do not get a cop out because it is not an ACL. You said okay. the I word. Right. Okay. Well, firstly, my defense. Firstly, as you if you watch the clip back, you'll notice the audio cuts out in the middle, so you don't actually hear everything I said. So I'm pretty sure there was something there that mitigates me, but I can't prove it. Um, what exactly. I also said, what I was <laughs> not on doing, YouTube for the North York podcast. <laughs> what I was not doing is, is trying to jinx something. Well, I was actually making a point, and I think that point is actually even more valid now, given what's happened. And my point was that Leo Volti is. Yeah. No. We. I'm not. I completely understood that. We are, we understood that. I'm. I'm giving you that. But you said the I word and Leo's name in the same sentence. Clearly, clearly, I have a superpower where. I can predict subconsciously when a player's about to be injured. It's the worst superhero power possible. I, I should, that's just what I'm saying. I need to migrate over to whatever Chelsea. it is. Well, just Chelsea to podcast, remind everybody, um, I have clipped from a few episodes ago. Adam called, said that we're going to win the league next season. I have got that clipped. I, oh, I think, yeah, and I think that was my crazy prediction when I also said, oh, yeah. yeah. And every, I also said that every... Yeah, because you, cause you, you sat there in the whole podcast saying, oh, they're going to score now, and then they scored. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'll be honest, you know you've done this. 
I was I was quite I, close when I was at the Wolfsburg game when I said they're going to score from this corner and it wasn't that corner it was the corner after um so you know these things do it was happen. still a corner it's, it's still it's still a goal yeah. corner you said it or maybe like, you're maybe, no longer you're, I'm going to ban you on this podcast for mentioning the word to a healthy player <laughs> injury and that player's name you're not allowed that clearly, is the new house rule clearly it's not jinxing it's I have football intelligence I... oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I, believe, I, believe, I believe Adam's Wi-Fi disagreed with him there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, from everyone at the... I do apologise, Matt. I just, I oh, had to gosh. get my 50 pence worth in then. No, girl, you, uh, I, des- I deserve it. And, you know, you know, karma and all that sort of stuff. If I dare mention the injury word or the ACL word, then, you know, I, I deserve, you know, what kind of... <laughs> Our thoughts are with you at this time, Leo Valti. It's um, actually, I think a lot of us on other podcasts have been talking about things like this, mm-hmm. that sooner or later there would be yeah. an injury and it wouldn't be an ACL. It would be something very similar to this. And um, just to go through the entire incident is... Aggie Beaver Jones has gone has lost the ball. She's gone for a slide tackle. It's over her ankle. Leah has screamed. Mm. And for ev- everyone's as soon as you hear that scream, it everyone's just gone quiet. That's all you can hear is you can hear Leah. Caitlin's rushed over to like be by her head, try and calm her down, try and relax her, try and get her back into try and get her be mm. in that situation. You've got Jen, you've got uh, Noel. Th- Do you know what? I was watching well, that back. Yeah, I was watching that back, and obviously Beaver Jones tried to go and apologise, and I saw a glimpse of Champions League Noel Maritz, angry <laughs> Maritz, but mm. Lotta was in the middle, so Maritz couldn't get to her, so Lotta pushed her off twice to tell her to go away, and Jen is like, "This is your fault." You can actually read her lips if you if you'd watched the clip back properly, but yeah. It is it. It is her fault. Yes, it does. Yes, we're all angry. Yes, we're all livid. But what came after that? It's not acceptable. And I don't feel it should be an excuse to say, "Oh, this is a learning curve." Nineteen or twenty-nine. This kind of tackle is dangerous. End of story. Uh, It's one of Yes, you make these kind of mistakes, but then you make sure you never do it again. Mm. Because that tackle is an injury, a career-ending. Injury, potentially, ugly yeah. or but touching wood right now, it is not. Um, mm. But it, you, should, you can be livid and upset, but you don't go and abuse a 19 year old girl. Yeah. It's not okay yeah. to be doing that. So, just before we go on to talk about Aggie Beaver Jones and the actual tackle, yeah. Cheryl, uh, Sherry Foster, I believe it is, the former mm. Liverpool player, now turned referee, was in charge of this game. She, we did not know what she was going to give. We didn't know if she was going to give a card at all. It turns out some people have been suggesting that it was the assistant referee that turned around and said, look, it's a red card. You need to give her a red card. Mm. If that's the case, I'm just going to say it now. I've been saying this for a while. There needs to be that training that moves the referees up because we've had this a lot of, a lot of times. You can see it from AFC uh, W clips as well that there's been so many tackles on Leah um, and so many players this season. Um, I will actually bring up Tim Stillman's comments, uh, but uh, both uh, images of Katie um, 
have come semi-iconic. So the one where she's about to go and punch punch one of the Tottenham players, I believe it was yeah. uh, Josie Green, and uh, the one from over where she's bodied Oberdorf after that challenge. Neither Green or Oberdorf were sent off for those challenges. I don't even think this is an Arsenal thing. It's a wider women's issue. We are officiating an, an air of permission, permissionness. I apologise for that stumble of words. <laughs> it, is, it is a mouthful. In You're doing well, Matt. Keep going. In women's football for bad challenges in which Jonas Ivory referred to last night. Of course, no one should send Eddie B.B. Jones any sort of abuse. She absolutely knows it was a bad tackle and probably doesn't need much telling. In a sense, she was unlucky in one series of permitted challenges. It was a matter of time. However, I also think we should be careful not to conflict criticism with abuse or baby players. We don't need to expend expend more energy on defending the character of the tackler than on the player on the receiving end, not least because it just keeps amplifying the noise, i.e., uh, oh, this isn't in her character. She's a really nice player. I, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, they're not that kind of player. They're not the kind of players. That, no, but that's what, what not everybody's Roy Keane. There's somebody who said, like, oh, no one ever goes into a challenge, like, wanting to hurt someone. I think, yeah, except if your name's Roy Keane and the person in question is Alfie Harland. Um, and also there you was could, that one. You that, could also use uh, Van Istory and Martin Keown in that conversation yeah. as well. Or when Kai Sado wanted to unleash a bit of retribution on Martinelli. Um, oh, which he did. Weekend, which he did, exactly. Now, I'm not saying, now, obviously, um, Bieber Jones, there's no way that Bieber Jones said, I want to snap Leo Volte's ankle in half. That's just stupid. I also, I don't, th but this is the thing, is I'm not saying, it's like, she didn't intentionally foul, um, you know, injure Volte. That doesn't therefore make her exempt from any kind of red card or criticism of her performance. And I mean, criticism of her football, not personal abuse, criticism of her as a footballer, which she's mm -hmm. absolutely up to. Because when you tackle, you have a duty of care. You have a duty of care to the player that you're tackling and, and obviously um, to make sure that they are not injured when you get the ball. And I think that goes out the window a lot. When you watch Rugby Union, there's a thing about tackling where you've got to make sure you don't flip them over the horizontal. That when you tackle a player, you take them down safely. You don't come upright. You don't go head to head into their face. You go low, shoulder to body. You bring them down safely. That's on you to mm. make sure they are safe in that. Beaver Jones is when she goes to tackle Livolti, she obviously she's got to aim for the ball, but she also has to make sure that she doesn't injure Volti. And she is she's it's reckless. It's it's I would say it's late. I'll argue it's late. That it's just a wild lunge for the ball, not thinking properly, not caring about Volti. Um, now, when I was watching on TV, obviously the way the camera is pitched at Bolton Park, it's quite further away. I'm just seeing a, a slide tackle. I thought it was like a block on the clearance, and it's just and mm. it's just normal. I, I I thought I said, oh, yellow card. I thought that was yeah. okay from the camera angles that I was subjected to with the casting. Mm -hmm. It's only when you see the replays and you see on the reverse, you see the foot go into the ankle and they've actually got a freeze frame. And I think you can actually see the, it's very squeamish. Um, you can see the boot yeah. under the leg. That, yeah, me, I, yeah, I had to throw my sandwich when you put that in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> I had to put my sandwich in the bin. I was like, no. Yeah. I, her ankle was basically wrapped on the foot. That think, is the best way I can describe it. I think it's an Eduardo foul um, on that sort of level and should be treated and, and should be treated as such. And I think as Matt's absolutely right, this kind of injury has been in the post for so many times. There was a I, there's so many times I see women's footballs get absolutely ploughed with horrific tackles. There's one that um, against Everton Beth Mead had 
when um, Mead got flipped over the horizontal. Um, and the only reason that leg didn't get snapped in half is because her foot rode the tackle. If that foot was planted, it would go it would yeah. gone through. Her leg would have completely gone. The reason that the only reason Beth survived that is because her ankle flipped her over. Volte's leg was planted and the foot went straight through. It's a it's a disgusting challenge. It gets worse when you see on the replays. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she got sent off for it because it was a sending off a fence. The problem is obviously the manner in which it happened. Um I'm glad the assistant referee was was told the ref. But I haven't seen the replays back probably fully. I don't know what the ref's angle was. If the ref's angle was what I saw, then I could understand her getting a yellow card. Mm-hmm. Um obviously when you see the severity of the injury and you see the, the assistant yeah. ref a better angle. Okay, fair enough. At the end of the day, the right decision was made, and 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 she was um, she was rightly sent off. Um, but again, there's just this. I don't know what is. I think it's probably it's training of the referees to crack down on these challenges because I think it has got into the game that players know they can make. I would say a higher severity of foul than you would in the men's game because there is criticism. So yeah, <laughs> there's an element of like women, you know, they don't play for fouls, they play football. So in some sense, you know, when when the these sort of tackles, like in the men's game, a lot of the fouls that are treated as red cards in the men's games are treated yellow cards in the women's game. And we're not even talking the level that was dealt to Leah Volte. Just the level, the tolerance level is completely different. But the tolerance that the players are willing to put up with is also a lot different. You don't see Beth Mead doing a Neymar and doing 30 summers, 30 rolls on the ground when someone nudges her, for example. So it's like I've always said to you, Adam, these girls get thrown on their heads and they're straight back up on their feet and after the ball. Exactly. Unless it's a really bad concussion. Yeah. Yeah. And and this, I don't know if that maybe plays into the mentality of the referee thinking, oh, well, she'll be up in a few minutes. It doesn't matter. So I think there is training has to be done with obviously the players to learn to a tackle properly. These are training for the referees to you know start throwing red cards out more in games. Don't be afraid to send a, a women's footballer off if you think the tackle is bad enough. Send them off and send a statement saying no, we can't tackle like that. Um, send a message to the players throughout the league. I mean, this is unacceptable. This is what they should be doing. You were saying, Matt, about the um, you know uh, the other season again, the Spurs game. Liv Olty got got absolutely yeah, it, and she was lucky to from Tim on a but thread. Was, Sorry, Adam. That's the problem also get is the in the Spurs Man U game when Ella Toon got her red card um, overturned because they went crying to the FA and they thought that basically it was a it was a nonsense, which always felt very 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 strange. So yeah, uh, no, but it should it shouldn't it shouldn't be overturned once it's done. It's done. Do you know what I mean? Just you shouldn't be able to do that personally. For okay. me, Alatoon has been aggressive. Mm. It doesn't matter that she's been conned over yeah. a free kick or anything like that. She's been actively aggressively. The intent is there to yeah. be as aggressive as possible. So it's a red card. Yeah. That's the You're rule. Right. But then the rule's been t- turned around, and now we've got people talking about that happening in the men's game because mm. men's men are diving every five minutes just mm. to get a free kick but but nothing happens to it no so, yeah but Vol- volte got stretched off i remember when arteta i think got stretched off at a game against liverpool um which we actually won for once and he was back on the pitch a few days later and i was sort of half thinking well maybe it'll just be an injury like that but having seen those pictures i i just don't i don't a i don't think we'll see volte play this season rest of the season I don't think she's going to play at the World Cup. This is a prediction. We should actually mm. add no official like injury confirmation news has, has come out yet. Obviously, she's going to be having scans, and we'll probably find out tomorrow or or mm. after weekend. Yeah, that's how these things usually work. You know, the ACLs usually takes about you know two or three days before we find out. So, at the moment, we're in the in the hands of the medical team. Um, if she if she walks and plays at, at Chelsea at the weekend, it's an absolute miracle. 
um, and I will be forever grateful for it. But I, I've just seen that picture and, and seeing the pain she was in. I mean, take oxygen, going on stretcher. I mm. would say six maybe months. I'm, I'm. That's my prediction on that. Yeah. Thankfully, we've got the summer break coming up. I mean, I that's the only positive. Bit of research on this apologies Lottie yeah. uh, but uh, according to the NHS it's six to eight weeks that you uh, that it could take to heal it can but however it can take long uh, longer uh, short term up to four months mm. and it's estimated and that's if it's a actual frank a fracture to the ankle thing is the thing is that comes it's kind of time ties in nicely because the season starting in what end of September this year because of the World Cup Mm, yeah. So that kind of ties in nicely for us, if we, if it is that bad, um, which, judging by the pictures that we've seen, if you've seen freeze frames or anything, it 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 is that potential. But hopefully, by the time the season comes back round, she can start training again, and we'll yeah. lose her for the first months, maybe two. We'll have her back by Christmas. But that's me with wishful thinking. You don't know how bad it is. You don't know how long it's going to take for her to come back and play like she does. Also, thing is, is, it's the nature of the break. If it's a clean break, then you're yeah. right. It's whether there are ligaments. If there's ligaments as well, then that adds complication. I think that's what Edward yes. had as well. And all we can do now is sit and pray for Leah. And it's awful because it's only just after she signed a contract extension, and um, it, which is just, just again more madness. And it's it's another long term injury. That's six, I think, in the Arsenal sick bay now. Um, Our last three have been captains. Like, I don't want to say what I'm going to say because... What, are you worried that Lottie's going to convince her that you've been jinxing it as well? No, I, I'm just thinking now of the f- fact that... If You're the think, Oracle of Disaster about, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you think about it, the <laughs> way <laughs> contracts have gone, Kim's had a contract extended. Yeah. Uh, Viv had her essentially her contract had extended as well. Beth had her contract extended. That was after the injury, so that doesn't count. They've all had injuries, so yeah. or, or injuries just after. I tell you you're, what, I'm plan B. Arsenal, don't announce anything until the end of the season. So are you saying, therefore, that Aaron Ramsdale is going to get injured against... It only seems to be the women. I'm not saying it's the men. It seems to be the women at the Shush. moment. It seems to be the problem. You just broke house rules. Stop it. Oh, Sorry, oh, Matt. Maybe Stop it's it. just timing, but... Um, it just feels like everything's going against but however I will uh, Adam made a really good point on the last podcast when we were talking about Leah's contract was that we've got no one to really replace her so you've got two questions now how how do you if Leah's out for say the four months or the six months how do you replace her or would you be looking for a replacement Mm -hmm. My question is, who would you play in the midfield? And that, that was the second Frida, question. Apart from Frida, Leonard, and Mornham. It's going to be Paloma. She's going to be, she, yeah, she's going to be the staple piece to that because of the inexperience of the other two. Although Pelova's settled in a bit better than Katrina, Katrina Molokov at the moment for me personally. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know how we're going to do it. I mean, what are we going to do? Think, we can go back four because we can go back four now. Maybe play, maybe play McKay main in the field. Four. It, it, it's just the numbers, isn't it? that's the problem? It's working out where we where we can do it because we we sort of combated our yeah. less lesser midfield by. We also don't have access defensive. to Michelle Adjman either at the moment. So okay, Freya Godfrey's going to start getting more. Yeah, Freya, Freya so, is it Freya Godfrey? Yeah, yeah, she's mm. going to get more minutes. I think I feel like second halves sort of thing, and uh, yeah, it's just. 
and things was, don't. What, Sorry, Adam, go I was on. I we're talking about the atmosphere at Walton Park, and the first half was amazing. And what was with, second half, um, the moment that happened, just it, the entire thing just flatlined. It was really watching it. It was you could hear a pin drop. It was to the way I never tried to bring it back in the second half, but it was re a really weird sort of 40 minutes watching 40, 35 minutes watching that as everybody knew that the game was kind of pointless. And there were a few chances. I think Taylor headed over. Geo hit the post. Um, I think Godfrey came on and probably should have scored. Um, but it just the game felt meaningless. That the think the, the, the audience interest, which is shame because the, the 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 crowd were fully into it, and it was a really good game. And then the moment that happened, everybody just mentally checked out. Um, it was yeah, it was a gutting gutting to watch, and um, just shame really. But I thought the yeah, everyone sort of think it probably Leah Multi off, and yeah, we just wish the best. It's the only thing that we I can. Do. I did like I did like her. Sorry, I did like her tweet post match. Um, she said, yeah. yes, this contact sporting does happen. Yeah. Nobody deserves to be abused. So I'm fully back in Leah Volte's message if anyone's not seen it. Um, all the way, as I said at the beginning of the show, I'm, I was pissed off and I am livid about it, but I'm not that person that's going to go and abuse a 19-year-old kid. Too. And that's and that's and that is the bigger problem, is in the heat of the moment when when it's easy to get the knives out and just attack players because that's happened and i understand that because you've especially with the arsenal women we all have a feel like we have a personal connection to the players we 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 support them we love them we, we are one with them and an attack on them is attack on us and i do get that mentality but the, you have to have that level of maturity to to rise up against that inner fury and sort of suppressing thinking no that's not the solution throwing abuse at her is not going to make leah volte better there is there's nothing that is and if, if it makes you i know we, I don't want to say you should be, we should sympathise with with um, I can't remember a name now. What was sorry, Ricky Beaver Jones. Beaver Jones. I keep. You I just want to be in your t her shoes, don't you? Just yeah, exactly. See it from her perspective. I, I'm annoying. Another player keeps jumping in my head, and it's no, it's not her. So Beaver Jones. I I don't want to say we. Another problem was that there seemed to be a lot more sympathy for Beaver Jones than there was for Leah Volte. And I I, I understand that Leah uh, that Beaver Jones. Obviously, he's going to feel dreadful. You know, she's not laughing or smiling, but she's dreadful because she knows what she's done. She knows what she's done to a fellow professional. You know, I get that. But at the same time, there should, I feel that, you know, yes, you can say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm goofed up. Yes, you did. But you did do that. You've got to own it. You've got to accept that was you. You've got to learn from it. You've got to move on. For me, the focus now has yeah. to be on faulty. And that that should be the bigger yeah. talk and not... not um, yeah. Social media is not a nice place for footballers who mess up, put it that way. It's not. Whether you're men's or women's, I've never seen Wofso that bad. Yeah, there's yeah. very bad takes on Twitter, unfortunately, and um, yeah. some people I think should probably be ashamed of something. Oh, yeah, no, but they won't because they're, when I see this stuff, I think people are that unhappy in their own lives. They have to s spread their toxicity to other people yeah. because they're unhappy. So, And that's how I see it, and a lot of it is bang out of order. Um and it's, it's it's unacceptable, and the social media companies are should be held accountable, but they're not. So oh, right. we can talk about this for hours. Yeah, that's, this is a it's, it's, they're not accountable for it. All I've you can seen, do is report it, and that's it. Yeah. I've seen all sorts of takes on this. To be honest, I've heard things like, "Oh, Aggie Beaver Jones should have gone over and apologised as soon as possible." She couldn't do that, obviously, because of the she players. She could have just Jen Lotter and Noble wouldn't yeah, let everyone the, the last thing you want. And then people complaining that. Then it brings me back to this phrase: "You hurt one of us, you hurt us all." Yeah. And as an Arsenal fan base, we do go after people. 
that was the, it's not all I, of us, but some yeah. people take to these streams. That was the other point. Sorry, Adam, would just be quick. Sorry. Yeah. The other point was this, with Jen, because Jen, Katie and Noel were laying into her, she wouldn't be able to go across. So yeah. she couldn't have people going into that to both them three because they were basically bullying her in air quotes, if you were. It, it, it's, it seems ridiculous. I, I wouldn't say bullying. I'd say more the, like, it's more protection than anything. That's standing up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you see, you, if you watch that clip back and you see Palova, I think Palova's had a bit PTSD when she did it. Yeah. Um, she just threw her hands up in the air and just moved out the way. She yeah. looked mortified herself because yeah. of that tackle. In is it, was it the playoffs? Yeah, she yes. was guilty. Of yeah, a... it was back in the playoffs. I never remember that game, but that tackle. She did too. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what. So, what that sort of thing. She knows what it's like to be going in uh -huh. and doing that. So uh, she she just threw yeah. her hands up in the air and walked away. And and that's the thing. I'm really glad that the players obviously didn't overreact to you know try and do retribution of their own. Obviously, the right thing is you don't want the player going over. And I know she's obviously apologetic, but that's only going to wind up more because obviously in their situations, the adrenaline rushes. Oh yeah, and the thing is, uh, like you've got you've got Leah Volte's partner there, yeah. and the rest of the team. You don't go over and apologise. That's adding gasoline to the situation. Have to do that later. That has to be yes, off. That's, yeah. that 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 part is a learning curve. I will give her that. She's nineteen years old. I will give her that. Um, but I've got to give a massive shout out to Caitlin Ford. She was, did not let go of Leah's hand, and it was it was I was I was sitting there and I was like, oh my god, like it made me want to cry. And how like she just kept stay stayed with her. Absolutely top quality. And I would say credit to the Arsenal team. They managed to see the game out. That was the main thing. Get 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 back on the bus, back down the motorway with the with the three points and. And just pray for Leah. And um, yeah, we could see this silly goal at the end, just a consolation. Um, we we had changed the shape to the back four. Again, structurally, we looked off like we did against Brighton. You know, the, Everton sort of had a bit more, you know, working a bit more. We weren't we weren't as fluent as we were in the first. We had a few shots, but Ramsey was pretty much equal to them. I just felt by that time that the team were sort of, I, you could tell there was no sort of spark in the team anymore. That A lot of the efforts were tame. A lot of the efforts were routine. It was just sort of going for the motions again to the end. And, I thought fair play to them. They did. They managed to. They were professional. I would say is the best way to see that second half out. They they didn't do anything stupid. They didn't do anything reckless. They right. We just managed the game, and um, we we now look to the weekend um, against Chelsea. And I I just don't know now. I just do not know. Just so last little bits on this as well. I will say a huge thank you to the Everton stewards who were able to sort out the St John ambulance as yes. quickly as possible and the fact that they were more responsive uh, if I'm honest they were a lot quicker than when we were at the Emirates when Beth went down they were mm. a lot quicker when Laura went down as well at the Emirates so I will, I will say huge thank you to the stewards and the medical staff as well because the way they responded as well honestly as Adam put it on um, earlier Everyone was kind of in shock. Everyone just didn't know what to do with themselves. And a lot of us just couldn't take, it up, take our eyes off the situation, the way Caitlin was handling it, the way a lot of the others were handling it. Caitlin got a round of applause after she got substituted and she headed back towards the changing rooms after the game as well. And I think a lot of people are now realising that it's not just the fans that are appreciative, but the players are appreciative of the fans just for when these incidents do occur that we have that patience we're not making any noise because it seems to be you need to be 
be a bit calm, a bit patient. It's and respect. That, it's, and there's, there's respect for the situation. You know, there's no booing or catcalling. Sometimes you get when people are injured because they think they're they're not really into the wasting time. This was genuine. And I, I would say, again, hats off to the Everton fans who were respectful, just as the Arsenal fans were. And, you know, yeah, proper. That was, you know, really nice of them. So, yeah, hats off to Everton fans again. Thank you. Lottie, anything else you want to add? Just before no, we finish it? Adam, Adam's completely not put hit the nail on the head. So, thank you. Yeah. So, as always, sometimes you sit there and you're sitting, we like, I find between the three of us where it's thinking on the same lines mm. sort of thing. So, it's, it's, you don't need me to repeat what he's just said in my own words. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, he hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So, that being said, we'll quickly move on. There is a potential of a title challenge going on. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say you say that, so but <laughs> it is a possibility, no matter how small it is. So just to sum it up, if Arsenal <laughs> beat Chelsea and Villa, United and Ch- lose to Liverpool and City, Chelsea either lose to Reading and ourselves, then Arsenal will be tight. Winning the title by 53 points. Yeah. Chelsea only need a win or a draw to, uh, against Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal and Reading to guarantee that they win the title. United uh, will need a win against City and Liverpool or uh, or Chelsea to drop points for them to win the title. It, so basically, about... you're saying we need to beat Chelsea. Essentially, yes, at Kings Meadow, which hasn't happened since. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Adam, would you like to do the uh, yeah, honours? 2018, it was uh, in the October, November time, it was October time, 2018, 5-0, legendary, legendary game. Should also add, yes, there's a chance we can win the league, there's as much chance we can win the WSL as um, as the men could win the Premier League. It's, it's yes, it's not mathematically uncertain, it's just mathematically unlikely, and it's not a ground we've won at since, yeah, 2018, when uh, Nobbs... Uh, Miedemar ran rampant and, and Kim got a penalty as well in one of the more baffling games at, <laughs> at Kings Meadow. And yeah, we played there already this season. Gave a good account of ourselves and didn't win in the FA Cup. I'm really sorry. I'm just, I just, I know we play better the more we, we, we've come closer because of the injury. And honestly, we, I don't want to say we play better the more we get injured. That just sounds wrong. But the, 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 the way that things have stacked up against us and the adversity the team has faced, the more they have sort of become stronger from it. And, um, and, and sort of become more united and 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 better. They're sort of empowering them more to do it for those who aren't you know, there. Especially now we've got six absentees. I just don't think that's going to be enough against Chelsea. I just think the Chelsea injury is the Chelsea injury. Yeah, the Leah Volti injury is the keystone that we that you know it's the plug that's pulled out of the bath. I just don't see. It. I think the only way we can do is play for a draw. I think Chelsea know Chelsea know what they need to do. The, the title is now in their hands. Now they've won the game in hand against West Ham. It's a, I think it's a two-point lead over Man United and a three-point lead, uh, five-point lead over us. We're three points behind Man United. I think it's it's going to be Chelsea to lose. The the math if we if we lose to Chelsea and Man U lose to Man City, that's it. Title sorted. I think. The way I sort of see it, I I think we'll have to play for a draw, and I think it will be a backs against the wall defensive. Um, yeah, club together and just just try and get a get a nil nil draw like we did last season. We got a nil nil draw, one of the best nil nil draws, intense nil nil draws, and stupid nil nil draws I've ever seen. I should add at Kings Meadow, 
um, including one of the most blatant handballs that was not given. Yes, Jess Carter, if you're watching, ridiculous <laughs> that it wasn't given. Yeah, I've never seen a, a, a handball like it. Yeah, other than Leah Williamson's in added time. Um, it was, yeah, a bon- bonkers game, a really high-level nil-nil game. And yeah, if we get a repeat of that, then that, that'll do as well. I've sort of come to the opinion, if if because if Arsenal draw and Man City lose to Man United, and Man United win, then title actually goes down to level pegging goal difference and we're guaranteed third place. So for me, that'll be a great weekend. And then the, then the, obviously what happens afterwards is, yeah, will be. Um, it's, we play, first, we, we play Chelsea first. We, we, you can't obviously play to lose and try and play percentage stuff. We have to play to win. I don't think we will win. I don't think we simply got the players left to win a game. I, I don't even know how we're going to start. I can only imagine that will probably start maybe Gio or Taylor on one of the wings. Um, McCabe as a left wing back and then Ford um, as a left winger. And then maybe uh, maybe Marnham or Pelove, maybe Pelove on the right, or maybe instead of, it's, it's just the, the numbers are so short now. It's so difficult to sort of work out how you would do it. I think it'll be... I think it'll be a. I must be. A, I think it's going to have to be a Marnham and Molecool too, with Pelove on the right, Ford on the left, and Steiner up front. But we've got no defensive midfield, and this is a Chelsea team. Obviously, Harder's that we now know is off, so she's going to go want to leave on a on a high and get another another Premier League, uh, Premier League, another WSL title. Chelsea at home. The, I know the fans are going in force and they're going to give it their all, and um, we'll have to watch on. And it's just going to be a, another brave performance, but I think it's going to be a repeat of the game at the Lee Sports Village. I think it's just going to be a brave defensive performance, trying to just to fight for a result. Um, and if they do, if they do get a result, that is a bonus point. If they don't, I, I you know the, the way the thing is the way we play. We've got a three point advantage of Man City. We can have, we've got the luxury. I said on Twitter we've got almost got luxury. We can we can lose it. Provided we don't lose by a large margin at Chelsea, we're fine. That the, the the third place is in our hands. We just got to go and beat Aston Villa on the last day of the season. Or hope may not do us a favour. Um, so it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be very 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 tough. I, I wish it was going to be a repeat of our Conti Cup game, but I just don't think it's going to be. I mean, it just, I mean, the the, the players aren't there, um, and um, Chelsea's most definitely are. So yeah, it's here's what it is. We just got to see. Thankfully, there's only two day two weeks left, two weekends left, and then that's it. The WSL's over, and we can pick apart. You know who. Who's left? That's what the team's going to be. It's not going to be who's right. It's just going to be who's left. That, that, that's all it is. The team's going to be now, and um, we've got to go run it for the rest of the season. Sorry, I could have been more positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of hard to be a positive Arsenal fan, but obviously we're going to back the girls all the way to the end. Yeah. So it's 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 really hard because we are now on our knees. We're yeah. going to crawl past that lot through these last three games. Two games. No games Two games. Because we've just played, we've just played the third one. Yeah. We're gonna crawl and drag ourselves across the line. I think damage limitation for the next game is gonna be a major, major thing for me. Yeah. Um with everything else going on. And I I, I wanna say we have a chance with Villa, but <laughs> We'll be at home and every, pretty much everybody. Yeah, I know. I know where we're all going, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. This doesn't look great for me at the moment, especially when you're coming up with against the gold current Golden Boot winner, and it's like, 
Yeah. Well, we, well, I think it, again, the bon- it's a bonkers weekend because Man United have got to play Man City. If Man United beat Man City, then it's it, 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 everything. This game, if it, yeah, no, the yeah. whole thing is open. Sure. To be fair, shall but we have I your predictions uh, in a minute? Sorry, Lossie, go on, and then we'll have your predictions. No, 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 it's all right. Go on, go for it because I've now lost my train of thought. Sorry. You know when you get these big head to heads, they call it a six pointer. For me, because this weekend and the fact there's two bigs on, it's basically I feel it's a twelve pointer. This is a twelve-pointer week, just because of these. There's two two huge games of two teams that are all really in amongst each other. That any result could just flip anything, any combination. So, yeah. it's this weekend is going to be absolutely bonkers. Um, and I I don't I don't know what result I want. I don't know what result I want to predict. Um, we're just going to have to ride this one out and then see what they play. I um I'm leaning towards a draw for Chelsea. We'll scrape it, but if the worst should happen minimal damage to our goal difference please that is all i ask <laughs> keeping us really ahead in the head is the goal difference i i think we'll i think we will play for a nil nil draw i think nice. if we won it's the biggest miracle um since istanbul just like that level of like stupidness like there's no there is no logic to the fact that Arsenal could... could um, the, the players are amazing, but just because of the lack of depth and the, what Chelsea have got, that it just... We are we are a patchwork quilt of mishmash of players in the wrong positions, just mm. building an 11, whereas Chelsea could just play their starting 11, that they know who, who they can play in the right positions, in the right places. They played all every season. Um, and it... What we're playing our hands, though, is how Emma Hayes wants to play it because recently she's been extremely defensive and just punting long to Kerr. Now, if she decides to do that, I think, you know what, I'm not going to take the game to Arsenal. I'm just going to be defensive and just rely on Lauren James, Gura Wrighton and Kerr for the goals, sit deep. That might play in our favour. If she thinks, I'm going to go on attack and get them because I know they're on our knees, maybe not. So it'll be interesting to see, see how Emma Hayes plays it. I think we'll play for a nil-nil. My worry is... It's going to be three 0 to Chelsea. Okay, Lottie. Oh, oh, okay. I, 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 as I said, it's going to be a draw or a loss. I'm not predicting no score. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm, and they I'm might. Gonna... Then again, I'm hoping they prove me wrong. If it is, sorry. I think that Chelsea are going to win this one, but I think we're going to score. I'm going to go two one. But just to make sure that everyone else isn't left. Now, let's make ourselves feel better. Tottenham play Reading on the uh, Saturday. Up the so Reading. Quarter ah. past four kickoff. Mm. For those wondering, who predictions? Well, this is interesting because this is the Tottenham gap. This is the I know. We're going to play I a double a two header. 2 0 Reading. Not 2 0 Reading. Reading. <laughs> I will go 2 1 Reading. But this is the interesting one because this is the Spurs game that they arranged double header at the last minute, about 15 days before the oh, match. Yeah. Shove it at the men's game right after Spurs play. I think it's Brentford. And everybody want to come along and is thinking, you have not thought this through. This is a major PR move. And so it's going to be interesting to see it how. It is a major PR move, but it's also going to damage what support they have. Yeah, it's going to be interesting Sorry. to see how much the stadium attendance drops in between the two games. Um, like keeping our, keep, I think it might be worth, if we can, watch both games back to back, if you're able to, and just see what the stadium looks like before mm-hmm. and after. Because I, I don't think the Spurs fans are going to want to hang around for another Spurs So game. you're asking me to, to 
tolerate 180 minutes of watching Tottenham Hotspur. I'd rather watch Paint Dry, thank you very much. Both of them and then just watch the last five minutes of one of the first five of the other and then delete the morning immediately. I've got more important things to watch that I haven't watched in months. No. I'll have a schadenfreude. Um, yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be... A... Just for anybody, anyone, our audio listeners, I just gave Adam a death stare for that. Yeah, I noticed that one. Um, so yes, 2-1. Yeah, another one. Uh, to 2-1 one, to... Uh, <laughs> Reading. But Beth England will score. Okay. Yeah. Bossy. Anything? Any? Oh yeah, no. I, I said two 0 Reading. Yeah. Two 0 Okay. So just getting go. confirmation. I I think this one's gonna. This one's got a draw written all over it. And you know what? Both of these teams don't haven't scored a lot of goals this season, so I. I can just imagine a one-all draw, if one I'm all? honest. Oh, I thought you were going to go bold and say nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> really, really dull it out. Um, okay, one-all. Um, so next game will be, again, heading back to Walton Hall Park for Everton's last game of the season against at home, sorry, against Brighton. <laughs> one o'clock on the Sunday. Ooh, I think two... Was it Brighton, did you say it was? Brighton, yes. Mm, 2-2 two, two from me 2-2 two, two. Brian didn't look too Brighton didn't look too great when we played them um, I'm going 2-1 Everton Did Ever- they win their last game though before us they did didn't they yes yes yeah I'm going to go 2-2 because they've only beat us what twice once Mm. I can't remember my stats. Sorry. Brighton, Brighton. I'm oh, sorry. Everton look, had looked like they had a level of basic footballing sort of competence. Finally, saying for the first twenty minutes when they played us, mm. I thought, yeah, they they got they, they they can match. So I think they could do go better against Brighton, but they've got to show more threat. They've got to show more more threat and more teeth in attack because they didn't really show anything for the first half. So, but I think two one a home advantage will tip it for Everton. I th- I'm going to go for a 2-1 Everton. I think they'll try and end on a high. Mm. Brighton know all they need is three points to stay up at the moment because they are on 14 points. 16 points keeps you up this season. Aston Villa versus Liverpool at Villa Park. Two o'clock kickoff. Liv- Villa Park, eh? Hey? OK. Yeah. Ooh. How many goals will Richard Daly score? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want a hat-trick. Um... <laughs> You knew I was going to say that. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she, she. Now I've got no Beth Mead. She's my fantasy football captain. I got. I raked in thirty-six points times two. Great. Um. Now sitting nice and pretty at the top of the league. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to go three-two to Aston Villa. This game's going to have goals. Oh, this was game's going to have goals. Mm, I was half thinking that because Liverpool are a weird side. They can go to Leicester exactly. and lose four 0 and then they can beat Man City at home. Exactly. And, uh, so, so, and because they're away, the odds are ever in their favour. Mm, do you know what I mean? I will go three one Aston Villa. That was my second three. I don't think Liverpool will get that second goal. I think they might get an equaliser and then. Do you, and know, then... What, uh, do you know what the equaliser is going to be? It's going to be Missy Bocones. You're doing this song <laughs> to spite no, me, Actually, you? I'm going for Shanice van der Sanden. Mm. I'll go with a 4-0 Sorry, what was you Villa. Say then, I said you're doing that in spite of me because she got a mural by yeah, Anfield no, this week. That, and it was a very good mural as well. With a pair of you, as much as I enjoy you both as my friends, I know also know how to wind you up and cast my fishing rod. I know I'll get a bite every single time. Just like you two do it to me. So. Oh, 100%. 100%. Exactly. So I'm going to take my opportunities to get you back. Yeah. You know this. 
absolutely. And I'll just keep jinxing you. So who do you want next? You're not jinxing me, you're jinxing, <laughs> jinxing the team. So who do you want next to have an ACL injury? Vote on your phones now. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put Sam anyway. Kerr up for vote then, please? Yes, please. <laughs> Sam Kerr. So, oh, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not that mean. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but oh. yeah. Who Sorry. is next? Leicester at home to West Ham. Are Leicester safe yet? No, not mathematics. No, West Ham are safe, though, aren't they? West Ham are. Well, what I didn't realise was, I mean, obviously I'm trying to be PG 13 here. Um, West Ham are rubbish. Like they are really like they haven't won a game this year um, in the WSL. Which I'm going to I'm going to get Leicester to spank them four 0 again then. No, yeah, I'll, I'll go three 0 I don't think they'll spank them that hard, but I think they will. That sounds wrong. Well, we did that hard. But... <laughs> you need to get your mind out the gutter. I know that much. I know. It's terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um. I think it'd be three 0 I think that Leicester mm-hmm. win this one, and I think that probably will make them safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair play to Leicester. I had them down as relegated this season, and I just sort of slipped the fact that yeah, they're going down this season. Mm. Fair play to them; they stuck up. Um, I think I think we're going to have to start writing down our relegation predictions in our top of the league <laughs> predictions at the beginning of the season. I called I it. I said it. I called it. I don't remember. That's the problem. So yeah, I I I, would, I know. I said at one point, definitely said Leicester, and I thought they were cut adrift. And you know, shout out to Willie Kirk; he's turned them around. He's he's got them competitive, and they've you know, won a few yeah. games. That's all we need to do. So I think Leicester will beat West Ham. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see if Kanchewski's again there again next season because I don't really think he's done anything when he's been at West Ham. You know, yeah. they're staying up by default rather than by doing anything amazing and the club aren't really doing anything great with the team. So I think Leicester will win this one and um, give the home fans something to cheer about. I'll go 3-0. Okay. Nice. Was he just confirmation again? Um, 4-0. Four nil. Yeah, yeah okay. So, so I'll go two They're nil. They're gonna score one more than you. <laughs> That's just popped into my head. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> last but not least, the yes. in the the worst stadium with some of the worst and most bitter fans I've ever known. And that's just uh, just the ones that's supposed to come from Manchester. Manchester <laughs> United versus Man City. You get you give me the eyes as if to say you I'm I'm not going you're not going to invite me back this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like like oh. calling out from so cold on the last part, and I'm like no. It's- <laughs> anyway, my prediction for this game, whilst that resolves itself, um, I'm I don't know about this one because Man United have never beaten Man City in the league. Um, there's only one big team they've ever beaten, and um, it's us um, three times now. Uh, they've never beaten Chelsea, and they've never beaten Man City. Um, the last two derbies at the Sports Village, if you call them that, I think have all been have both been um, two all draws. Um, so it's it could easily be the same. Um, Gareth Taylor might turn up. Gareth Taylor, um, yeah, Gareth Taylor might turn up, or Mark Skinner might. I, I don't think it's going to be a win. I think I think the FA Cup loss will hurt them. So I'm just going to be lazy and repeat history and say a two-all draw, and 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 go from there. And I think that will probably scupper Man United's title chances. And I think Man City will take some pride in that, the fact that they've stopped Man U from winning a WSL title. So um, I think it's going to be a, a bad day at least Sports Village Man United. I think it'd be a two-all draw, and. Um, 
that probably will be quite good for us as well. You're on mute, Lottie. No, that's right. I'll, I'll go next. So I actually have been waiting for this sort of all season for United to finally lose their momentum and mm. it's happening again mm. ladies and gentlemen i am going to say it is going to happen yeah. and i think man city are going to absolutely trounce united 5-0 wow that's bold because man united have been really good defensively they've got one of the best defensive records in the league and you think man city are going to go to lee sports village after losing at home to Liverpool, uh, away at Liverpool, sorry, losing away at Liverpool, they're going to go to the Sports Village and beat Man United 5-0 in their own backyard. They know what's at stake. That's what, that's the but issue. That's really bad. They know, they, know they need us. You're, you're jinxing against us now. We don't want Man City to win 5-0 because right. that puts us in jeopardy. Right, Lottie, Not really. Our goal difference. But if they win 5-0, we have a seven-goal swing. Instead of this, can we not just have both teams lose? I mean, in a perfect world, absolutely. But um, that's so I, I, I want a, new, a, a goalless draw for this one. Yeah. Goalless draw. Mm. City know what to stay. They can't afford their goal difference to drop. Man United have got one of the, as Adam just said, he's got one of the best um, defence records in the league. Best no brainer for me. Best thing to happen is probably going to be either, um, for us personally, a Man United win or draw. I think for the drama, the idea that Man United could be winning and then Man City equalising right at the death and scuppering them would be quite funny. Um, it's it's one of these weird ones. I feel like any result that happens will probably maybe benefit us in some way, but it all depends also on the result that happens at Chelsea. So it's very difficult to have any sort of emotional allegiance to a particular result because we just don't know what the result will mean for us um, because of the other game that's happening. But yeah. I'm going for a draw. You're going for a Man United, um, a Man Man United loss, and Lottie is going for a nil nil. So, um, no, no one's backing Russo and Toon to lift the WSL this season. Then, along with Katie Zellum. No one Thank cares you. about Katie Zellum. Yeah, <laughs> apart from Katie Zellum. <laughs> um, that is all from us tonight at Vic Acres Wonderland. Any last words, Adam? Anywhere they can find you and last thoughts? Uh, well, if you want to avoid me, and I don't blame you, then um, make sure you don't follow at Adam Salter 4. Um, avoid at all costs. Currently impersonating as a man called um, Leah Salty. Um, and on that note, I um, just want to say, obviously, to, to Leah Volte, um, best of luck. Get well soon. Everyone at Arsenal's thinking of you, and we, we hope the injury is not as bad as it looks. And if it is, you will be back on the football pitch soon. Um, just, just hang in there. We're all, we're all supporting you. Lottie? Um, obviously, to our midfield general, come back stronger. Can't wait to have you back already. Mm. Um, and also, come on, you gunners. Mm. Keep the goal line damage minimal, please. Defend for your lives. <laughs> yeah. where, can they, where can they follow you? Um, you can find me at Lottie underscore AWFC. All the handles for us will be under this video in the description. Um, and audio listeners, it will also be there for you as well. 
So my follow is at MattLR28 on Twitter. I have been your pilot this evening, also known as your host. <laughs> Thank you all for joining. Like, subscribe, share, give us a kiss, give us a hug, whatever, all the all the funny things that you want to do. Yeah, no matter who you are, um, Thank you for listening and everything else that comes along with this. I've really been nice to talk to everyone tonight. And most importantly, enjoy yourself wherever you are and come on Arsenal. We'll see you next time. Bye.